0: Ridgeway community church the following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time
2: today is an encore presentation of real talk with dr david anderson we're not taking your calls today but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show
3: it's real talk with dr david anderson how in the world are you today it's open phone in friday so anything you want to talk to me about it's fair game are you ready That's me, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone, watching me on my socials, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Check me out on Instagram, on Facebook Live, on uh, YouTube Live. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I'm waving to those of you who are watching on Facebook and YouTube. And then, of course, on the most listened-to Christian talk, station on the East Coast second in the entire country w a v a 105.1 fm and i'm so glad you're hanging out wherever you are maybe you're on 395 66 270 295 lord i hope you're not on 295 (laughs) but wherever you are i'm just glad to be hanging out with you and you with me and so let's have this first hour of rush hour together chilling out together give me a call it's a it's a call-in talk show, and today is Open Phone-In Friday, which means anything you want to talk about is fair game. So whatever topic you want to ask me about, it can be marriage, family, friends, parenting, parents, uh, school. It can be money, education, church. It could be Ukraine. We've been talking about that all week long. But whatever it is that you've been thinking, you know, I'd love to talk to Doc about this, or Doc, what do you think about this? Maybe you need some wisdom. Maybe you need some uh, somebody to collaborate with you, pray with you. Uh, you know, I don't have all the answers, but you can ask me any question. I can address it, but most of all, I realize I can't answer them all, but we've got this. I'm holding up uh, the Holy Bible, and the Lord gives us uh, everything we need for life and godliness, so we can always turn to a text, and we can always just pray and ask God for wisdom. You know, he loves to give it to us. In fact, James 1 actually says that uh, if, it, if you need wisdom, ask God, and he'll give it to you uh, generously without finding fault. Isn't that good? So... uh maybe together if we come before the Lord and, uh, knock, knock on the door, uh, for grace and mercy and ask him to help us out. Maybe he'll do just that. So this hour is yours. I'm going to pray and give it over to the Lord. And then I'm going to take your phone calls. My lines are now open. And so go ahead and get in where you fit in. All right, let's pray. Heavenly father, thank you uh, for bringing us through this week. Thank you for each one of my, my listeners, my followers, my fans, Lord, however they're connected to me. I just want to say, thank you, Lord that I have the privilege of being connected to them. I pray that you would uh, GPS this hour, however you see fit. Lord, it is in Jesus's name, we commit today's show over to you. Amen. And amen. There are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or go to the new website, Gracism Global, and there you can actually download your free audiobook of Gracism. That's right. It's read by Tony Penny. He has a great voice. And, of course, you can buy the book somewhere. You can always go on Amazon or whatever. But why not just listen to it? For those of you who are driving in a car, maybe you want to listen to it now that you've already read it or maybe you've never read it, never heard of it. Just go to GracismGlobal.com. That's GracismGlobal.com. All right. Again, my number live in studio, 888-432-7434 eight 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 four three two seven four three four. If you're new to the show, let me tell you how we roll. First of all, we've got marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, and then open phone in Friday. Anything you want to talk to me about is Fair Game. And then on Saturdays we have a special edition every Saturday from three to three thirty. Uh, so make sure you check us out there. On Sundays, I do uh, have a church service that you can attend online at 8 a.m. Just go to bridgeway.cc. That's bridgeway.cc. If you want to come live and you want to drive to Columbia, Maryland, or Owens Mills, Reisterstown, Maryland, we have two campuses there. Again, go to bridgeway.cc and find out the details. Well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go right to the phone lines as soon as they get up and going. I see that I have a couple of... Okay, a whole list of them. Let me just make sure we're good to go. Are we good to go for uh, Route 66 with Amy? Okay, let's start there. Hey, Miss Amy, how you doing today?
4: Praise the Lord, I'm good. I missed you guys. How are you?
3: Oh, it's so good. How's everybody? Good to hear your voice. I'm doing great. Uh, we're doing all right, and I'm glad that you're calling. What are you thinking on this on this open phone in Friday on Route 66? <laughs>
4: So I wanted to bring an issue in Clubhouse we were discussing being an older woman. They pulled me to the, to the discussion. It was the discussion was is, uh, is the modern day women responsible for how things are happening? And I told them in Christian House, uh, submission means difference it's it's almost like a dance it's not required from the man but a woman is willing to submit uh, putting her will down and uh, that's how it works i not pretty much saying it so goodly but I want you to just touch bases like for the people who have no mentorship who don't have that father's uh, out there to pour on them. What would you tell the young man um, looking in the future to get married and, you know, have a family? What would you tell him?
3: Well, first of all, let me make sure I understand your question. Are you asking what is a woman's role in a relationship and what is a man's role in a relationship?
4: Uh, So, yeah, it's... Somehow, yes, okay. but in a way, the discussion was, it is broken down, uh, the women are chasing the money, and we're, you know, we're not good enough for them kind of thing, as what well, the discussion was, but I think that is because of a mentorship issue as well, so well, I want you to add. Well,
3: I do know that the scripture teaches in uh, Timothy that the young, the older women artists to mentor the younger women. And then the older men are to mentor the younger men. And part of that mentoring helps a guy understand what is his role to be as a man on the earth, you know? And then for women, what's a woman's role on the earth? Now, men and women can probably all do the same thing. But I do believe that God has created uh, man first and then woman. And together they're one, but they do have distinct and separate expressions of what Uh, maybe that masculinity and that femininity looks like. It doesn't mean a woman can't be protective and can't be a provider. Yes, she can. But I do believe that the man in the household is the head of the house. What that looks like and how that comes off is going to depend on culture and family upbringing and things of that sort. Um, So again, we do live in a culture where half the kids are growing up now without maybe a male role model. And so you've got moms who are, are doing double duty. They're trying to be a good mom. They have to be a good dad at the same time, which they really can't do. And so you have a whole generation of kids who are growing up with a daddy deficit. And when you have a father womb and a daddy deficit, then we not only need the heavenly father to step in, but we need other men who may not be your, your biological father to be an example, a model and even a coach or a mentor to help kind of keep you on track. That's my two cents on it. What do you think about that?
4: I'm into that, and uh, if, for example, if that young man is listening to you right now, mm-hmm. what kind of advice would you give it to him? What would you say? Where did he should start? I,
3: I would say the, find if, an o- find an older man that you can look to. Whether it's uh, real talk with Dr. David Anderson, whether it's a pastor of their church, whether it's a coach. Uh, but if there are men in in his world that he can look to uh, and take morsels from that man to help his life become better uh, than I would do it. And I would say to a young person, ask older people questions. And here's the number one question. What advice would you give me if I want to be a success like you? That's what I taught my two sons. I didn't teach my daughter that, but I taught my two sons that, that when you meet people other men, when you meet other people, men and women that are successful, this is the one question that if you ask them, they are going to download Mm -hmm. wisdom to you because every older person wants to give advice. Everybody wants to give advice. And so when a young person Mm -hmm. says, what advice can you give me so I can be successful like you or so I can uh, run a business like you or so I can lead a nonprofit like you or be a professional athlete like you, what advice would you give me? I tell young people to keep that question in the back of their mind. And whenever they're with an older person and they're trying to think, man, what should I say to him? Or what should I say to her? Pull that question out because that's going to make a difference in your life.
4: Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. I feel
3: like I interviewed you. <laughs> well, that's a good question, and I I appreciate your call. That's what open phone and Fridays are all about. I wasn't expecting it, and I loved every bit of that question, Miss Amy. Be careful on Route 66. When I come back, we're coming right back to you. My number, 888-432-7434. Baltimore, hang on. I'm coming to you in just a minute. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? It's open phone-in Friday. I hope the weather is treating you nice, and I hope you're able to hang out for an hour with me because I want to talk to you about whatever it is you want to talk to me about. My phone number is 888-43-BRIDGE. It's open phone-in Friday. Anything you want to talk about, uh, is uh, it's your topic. Ask me any question you want. I can address any question. Of course, I can't answer any question, but we've got God. He has all the answers, so maybe he'll He'll grace us today. On Marriage Monday, we talked about when work is more important than marriage. On Tough Topic Tuesday, I came back for the first time and reported back on my trip uh, to Ukraine and to uh, serve Ukrainian refugees in Romania and Hungary, and so I wanted to receive—I uh, wanted to report back and then even have— your questions that you might be asking regarding that. And by the way, on Sunday night, uh, if you go to my website, Anderson Speaks, uh, you'll see a link for the Ukraine uh, Storytelling Time. It's going to be on Sunday night at 5 p.m. if you want to hear from the whole team that went with me. We're just going to share some stories. You might be interested in that. On Wisdom Wednesday, I had uh, Pastor David Heiliger with me. We talked about uh, the wisdom of serving war victims And then on Theological Thursday yesterday, we had Pastor Jared Sorber, uh, Pastor of Global Missions and Creative Arts Ministry at Bridgeway Community Church, talk about the theology of global missions and Ukrainian refugees. So we had a a good week really talking about Ukraine. But today it's about whatever it is you want to talk about, race, religion, relationships. It's all up to you. 888 43 Bridge. Baltimore's in the house. Let's talk to Chris, who's on the line. Hey, Chris, Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Hey, Dr. Anderson, welcome back. Thank you. Hey, Dr. Anderson, I have a question about
6: marriage, relationship, divorce. I'm kind of going through um situation with my wife of 13 years. we got one child. Um, she don't think I've been the man I should be, and um, she believes that we need basically a separation just to find ourselves. And, um, she's convinced that I need, um, to see a therapist. She's seen one, but she's convinced I've, I've been given an ultimatum, but if I don't see a therapist, then it's all off. Okay. So I've been seeing one here and there, but I've not been consistent. But at this point, she basically thinks we need a little break in our relationship and even to live separate places. I, don't agree with it i'm I, i'm kind of it's very shocking to me i don't believe like it's really happening but she's very serious about it and i do not want to have to go through a divorce and all that because I, I i believe god don't believe in divorce and especially you know getting remarried to someone that's adultery so i'm very concerned about that what advice do you have for me because um I'm really concerned about her wanting us to be physically apart at least, she said maybe for at least six months.
3: So she doesn't think that you are serious about this relationship and now you're becoming serious about it because it's a crisis. So what is it about you that makes her believe that you've not been serious about this marriage?
6: Um, Basically she said that, um, you know I've put all the pressure on her financially um you know she she makes more money than me to be honest, and so she's had to work in um, tough environments and you know she's very stressed out about it, but she believes I'm not you know putting my weight you know i've I've had a consistent job, but you know have been making like like I should so If I I basically depend on her income and she's just frustrated.
3: Yeah. Very frustrated. Is she right? Are you not pulling your weight?
6: Um, I feel like I've kind of, I'm going through things personally in terms of confidence, but I've been in this job where I'm pretty good at, Mm
7: -hmm.
6: so I'm very confident, so I'm kind of scared to step out. Mm -hmm. And so... So yes, if if she's not working, I can't drive the car I'm driving, or I can't live where I'm living, and she thinks it's well, she, time I just get my own place. Yeah, she's
3: lost. She's lost respect it, for you. Oh Yeah, very much so, I believe. So, and, and that's because she feels like you're you're living off of her, and you're telling me that you're scared to step out. So you could make more money. You could do more. Uh, and, and gain that respect to show that you're willing to work hard. You could go to counseling. She's been wanting you to go, but you haven't been going consistently. So are you motivated now to say, you know what, uh, she wants this to come to an end. Maybe I really ought to listen to what she's been saying. Are you motivated to, to step out and do some of those things now or or not necessarily? You're just scared that you're going to um, lose the marriage? <sighs>
6: So um I believe I want I want to see like a marriage a marriage therapist both both of us but she said no she think I need a personal therapist first and then she said maybe you know if things work out then we could see a um a marriage therapist. We've seen a marriage therapist before, maybe nine years ago.
3: Okay. Well, she's, Um, she's right about that, by the way, get your own therapist and start working on you. And then y'all come together. She needs to see that again. I don't know her, uh, my brother, but she needs to see that you are initiating things. Like I'm going to get my own counselor. I'm looking in the new jobs. I'm motivated to lead. Uh, she's not been seeing that. And she's been telling it, telling it, and you've been leaning on her and she's like, she's done. And But I think you can win her back, but you've, you've now got to go after some of this. Now, will you get separated or not? I don't know. Let me ask you a couple of questions about that. Is she saying she wants to move out, or is she saying she wants you to move out?
6: Um, kind of a little bit of both.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but she's paying the mortgage. Yes. Okay. And then uh, does she give you a date, like, Listen, we need to separate by June or, or July or next week. Has she given you any kind of date? Um,
6: not specifically, but um, every now and then when things are going good, like we'll have a good week, she would, she would remind me, like, you know, things are not good between us,
3: and you need to take serious what I told you. We need. All right, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. It's open phone on Friday. You called me for my opinion. Listen. There's not a date for you to get out the house. We're not sure if this separation is going to happen within the next 30, 60, or 90 days. So if I were you, I would turn this whole thing around and get to work. You've got to show her that you are a respectable man. She does not believe you're a respectable man. She believes that you're going to keep doing what you're doing. Nothing's going to change. And so therefore, she's changing the calculus of the relationship. Luckily, she hadn't said get out. So what I'm telling you is get up and now get to work. Go find a better job. Find a counselor. Show her that you are willing to change, and it may actually change the way she feels. Are you feeling what I'm saying, Mr. Chris? Yeah. Yeah. And are you willing to do that? Yeah, I'm willing because
6: I I really love her, and I think uh, separation would just... It would be terrible all around, especially for our little daughter.
3: Yeah. We don't want separation. We don't want divorce. But she really doesn't want to be taking care of a man who's not stepping up. And I need you to step up right here. And I'm not saying this because I'm judging you. I'm just kind of listening to your spirit. And I, I want to be a motivating factor for you. You know, sometimes you motivate people by patting them on the back. Other times by hitting them with a the stick. This is not a stick. This is patting you on the back and saying, come on, man, get up. You can do this. Right, you can do is get on the mm-hmm. internet, start looking at jobs, get some interviews, and then get your resume together. Like, don't don't wait wait a month to get your resume together. You need it done by Monday if it's not already sharp. This is the time right now, okay, Chris? Okay. All right, All right my brother. So hey, listen. I, let me say I, a prayer for you though. I, Yes, thank you. Because I, I know your heart is hurting. Lord Jesus, I lift up Chris. I know that uh, he's in pain right now. His wife is not uh, feeling that respect and wanting to separate. But I pray that you would turn around her her heart as she sees uh, Chris being motivated and, and being willing to change. And so, Lord, I pray that you would not only keep him motivated and inspired, but you'd also help her to see it so that she would hang in there as well. We pray for the success of the marriage in Jesus' name amen and amen thank you my brother oh god bless you chris i'll see you, I'll, I'll see you in church okay oh, oh wonderful that's great make sure you come up and give me a pound and remind me who you are okay okay all right thank blessings so too much that's chris in baltimore maryland so uh Ladies, what do you think about that advice? I just gave Uh thumbs up, thumbs down. Brothers, what do y'all think? Was it too harsh or right on? Love to hear what you're thinking. Maybe you heard something different, and maybe uh, Chris can hear from you uh, something that may even be encouraging. Feel free to give me a call. Uh, the number's 888 bridge When I get back, I am going to Newville, Pennsylvania. I'm going to Silver Spring, Maryland. I'm coming to you as well. But I do have to run to this uh, commercial break. It's going to happen. I can just keep talking, but it's not going to, it's not going to, you know, commercial's not going to stop. It's going to happen anyway. <laughs> so, but I could talk to y'all on the internet. You know, I can keep that going. 888-432-7434. Listen to WAVA's commercials and I'll be right back in just about three minutes. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
8: This is Hugh Hewitt for TownHall.com. There's a crime committed on Capitol Hill as October opens. Ten alleged Republicans, led by Matt Gates of Florida, joined with every Democrat present to oust Kevin McCarthy from the job as speaker. Gaetz's motive is said to be an effort to divert attention from his growing ethics scandal and to raise money by grabbing airtime. McCarthy is the most effective speaker the Republicans have had since Mr. Newt. McCarthy notched a huge win over big-spending Democrats and the president this summer, but the knuckleheads didn't want to win. We want to thank Kevin McCarthy for decades of service inspired by ronald reagan to enter politics mccarthy is one of the genuinely decent and widely admired elected officials in a town full of just the opposite we hope mccarthy continues to serve all of the people he can and has done so for so long he's always played the long game successfully some if not all the 10 coups will be purged by the gop incrementally and the gop majority will continue to depend on mccarthy and his remarkable team for guidance and calm effective sage wisdom thank you speaker mccarthy
9: If you could impact the world for Christ right now, would you? Hi, Don Crow here with WAVA, and I know you would. That's why we're joining with Bible League International to send Bibles to nearly 7,000 waiting Christians in places like Asia, Africa, Europe, and the Middle East. The Christians we're supporting right now live remotely, where bookstores don't exist. Many live under corrupt governments and among religions like radical Islam that seek to harm them. Others are among a small number of believers in their villages, and they wonder if Christians elsewhere even know or care about their need. These members of our spiritual family may be under-resourced, but they are filled with joy and ready to share Christ with others. $5 sends a Bible, $35 sends seven Bibles, and the limited-time matching gift will send twice as many Bibles. Become a Bible sender today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD word 800 yes word or if you prefer you can go online to our website wava.com and click on the bible league banner wava.com and click on the bible league banner
5: If you trade stocks, then you know avoiding pitfalls is the biggest challenge for both new and experienced investors. Vantage Point's dual patented artificial intelligence provides a powerful solution to this problem by offering predictive accuracy, emotional neutrality, and diverse market forecasts for today's active traders. Vantage Point's AI analyzes billions of data points in seconds so you get highly accurate predicted market conditions for the next trading day. Take the emotion out of your trading. Text the word money to 813-813. Navigate the financial markets with confidence using AI. Text M O N E Y to eight one three eight one three right now to learn more for free. Text money to eight one three eight one three to experience the benefits of AI in your trading. Trading involves financial risk. And is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. By texting, you agree to the terms available at AdvantagePointSoftware.com and consent to receive calls and texts using automated technology about offers or info by or on behalf of AdvantagePoint. Your consent is not a condition to purchase and can be revoked at any time. Message and data rates may apply. Text the word money to eight one three eight one three. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.
2: Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the program. We're hanging out right here in uh, Arlington, Virginia. That's where WAVA is covering the whole DMV. That's D.C., Maryland, Northern Virginia, parts of West Virginia and Pennsylvania as well. Of course, I'm the founding pastor of Bridgeway Community Church out of Columbia, Maryland, uh, also out of Owings Wheels, Ricerstown, Maryland. If you want to know more information about Bridgeway, go to bridgeway.cc. Now, this is a call and talk show, right? So anything you want to talk to me about on today because it's open phone in Friday is fair game. So give me a call, ask me any question or bring up any topic, and let's chop it up for uh, a few more minutes before uh, this first hour of rush hour is over, okay? 888-432-7434. That's 888 All right, let's go to Newville, Pennsylvania and talk to Jeremy who's on the line. Hello, Jeremy. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you?
10: I'm good, Dr. Anderson. How are you, sir?
3: Oh, I'm alive and grateful, my friend. What are you thinking?
10: Well, I um, had initially thought of, you know, what I wanted to say about politics in the church and, and that kind of topic. Is I, normally, I'm a little in Newville, but was, I'm working down at Andrews Air Force Base with my company. Oh, cool. And I just happened to hear the radio show. And um, I, I was at Bridgeway for a few months uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, wow and uh, never the church never forgot you and as um, so I just I really appreciate your heart for the Lord to talk about kind of just got motivated by the, the last call that you had and I've gone through some pretty um, pretty deep waters myself and I guess for the gentleman who just spoke and maybe for whoever needs to hear it you know the I had a lot of hidden things that I've been hiding and holding on to and not allowing the light to shine on them and there's some pretty pretty intense waters. Um, it was required that I lay it out and lay it open. And, um, I guess my encouragement to, to whoever's out there, you're never going to get healed unless you allow the Lord to break you. Mm. And, um, he had to break me, um, pretty, pretty severely, but, and I thought my life was over when he did that. And it turns out that at this point, my life is getting to the point where it's never been better. Oh, wow. Um, so many of the things that, by him breaking me that I never thought I would, be there and hiding behind lies and deceptions and deceits and, you know, and all kinds of things that I wanted to try to hide and put myself in a better light when it finally came out that I had done this and that, this and that, and how badly I had messed up. Once I admitted that directly and called it for what it was, it was, it almost felt like God was saying, and now finally you said it, now I can heal you. And I just, I, um, I never thought to, to be healed, you have to be broken, but it's, um, it's true. And well, what a word, um, what a so word I, of encouragement for, for
3: Chris, uh, from Baltimore. And I'm sure many other people that, uh, you know, what God reveals, he heals. And the fact that you absolutely. allowed him to, uh, you know, yeah, he broke you, but you know, you, you confessed, you came in line with what he was saying and then he was able to redeem it and bring healing to you. So praise God for your redemption. Praise God for God's healing and uh and for your testimony, so thank you for taking time to do that today. Okay, Jeremy. Absolutely, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Blessings to you. Let's go to Susan in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Hello, Miss Susan. It's Doctor Anderson here. How are you today?
7: Hi. How are you?
3: Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking?
7: Well, I was listening at the conversation with the gentleman.
3: Uh, I think his name
7: is Chris. Yeah. And. um, I guess what bothered me about that, you know, the concern of him feeling like he was not able to step up to the plate and be the head of the household, Mm -hmm. um, which is what the Bible says he's the head. Um, But looking at how he feels that he doesn't feel like he's worthy Mm -hmm. of being a husband to her. And I think because I think back when my husband took ill and he couldn't, work for two years and he was the provider mm-hmm. he paid all the bills he did everything i did not work and um, the resources i had saved i used to help pay the bills right but i never looked at it as a down thing i never looked at it as uh you know well if you don't have this of money right and then we can't be together we can't make it together right i looked at it as uh, the sacrifice that I had to make. It. And I looked at how every day he got up and when he was able to provide. And and I didn't look down on him. And I think that's really hard what I heard from the, his, I could hear it heard in the gentleman's voice yeah, yeah. that, you know, even if he were to get a, another job that was high income,
2: mm-hmm.
7: if you're reaching for something, maybe you may think that's, that's never going to be enough. Right. I just don't know just still even with the least amount of money he, yeah. you know in the Bible if there's the least amount i'm still gonna i'm still going you right I really right. uh I really that really touched me um to hear hear that uh desperateness in his yeah his but, voice
3: yeah i heard i heard some of that too but what I also heard was a lack of motivation. And that, uh, you know, it wasn't like your husband who had a medical condition, so you're going to step up and, and sacrifice for him. There There was no reason. Uh, for for Chris not to be motivated until his wife brought crisis in his life. And a lot of men, until we have a crisis in our life, it's hard for us to get motivated. But as soon as we have a crisis, we get motivated. And I do believe that, yes, his heart was heavy. I was, I was happy to be able to pray for Chris. But Chris needs to get up and now go do something. And I do hope that he was motivated uh, to do that. Oftentimes I'll get down in the trenches with somebody and lay down and hold them in Jesus's name and just empathize with them. But in this case, what I felt in my spirit is that what Chris needed from me more than empathy and comfort, he needed motivation and inspiration. And I think that's why uh, the spirit may have been leading me that way.
7: I appreciate you saying it that way because I didn't look at it that way. And that is true with your saying yeah. that the, I really appreciate that because I see now what you we're saying, and what you were trying to uh, convey to him, that uh, you know you can do things. You just have to get up and push yourself, and don't sit there and feel sorry for yourself.
3: Exactly. And, and sometimes, sometimes you need someone to feel sorry with you. In this case, I really felt like I need to be more like a football coach you be like, "Get out on that field." But you know, for you as a woman that would step in there when your husband is in need, I think there's a lot of women like that, and I commend you because you don't want to look down on a man because he can't work. You don't want to look down on a man because he can't do something. But I feel like Chris has a lot more in him. And I think that woman of his believes that and has been trying to motivate him for so long that she's like, you know what? Forget it. I'm out. And once a woman loses respect for her man, it's hard to get it back. But I believe Chris can get it back if he gets motivated. That's my two cents on it, Miss Susan.
7: (laughs) Amen. Amen.
3: Thank you so much. Blessings to you. And as soon as I get back, I'm taking your phone calls right here on this open phone in Friday. 888 three bridge silver spring don't go anywhere Bowie. don't go anywhere washington don't go anywhere silver spring i'm coming to you as well Uh, because there's a couple of y'all in silver spring is that route 29 down there i'm coming your way hold on Mm -hmm.
11: I'm Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. I hate to see people wait to replace the roof. I'm working on a roof right now where the wood underneath the shingles and the ceiling in the kitchen needs replacing because of roof leaks. Don't let this happen. Get a free estimate before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing.
4: Best Buy Waterproofing Before the
5: water- talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show.
2: Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark.
0: I listen to you uh, very much, and it's it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on your radio. You are not afraid to take any topic, Uh, you are very humble and um, it's just, it just gives us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage
2: Mondays. Even though not married,
6: it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it
4: all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader Comprehension begins with conversation, is not
5: just a phrase, it's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson going right back to the phone lines. Chico DiNaco in Silver Spring. Let's go there. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good. How are you? in this open hoping for the Friday. Hey, I am alive and grateful. Thanks for calling me. What's your comment or question?
1: I have a question. Um, I've been trying to get answers, but uh, um, I don't, I think I'm getting the wrong answer, but uh, I decided to come to you um maybe you can answer it
3: what's your question
1: um what does it mean to stand in awe because i've been i've been reading the bible been studying the bible and i've been listening to christian music and studying um other churches but um and i keep hearing this thing i'm um lord I'm, I'm gonna i will stand in awe for you I, I love you lord you there's no one like you uh you there's a there's, there's no one like our God. Like, I'll, I'll stand in awe for you all the days of my life. I mean, what does it mean to stand in awe? I mean, stand in awe, what does it mean? Yeah, what does it's it good, mean to stand in awe?
3: It's a good question. So it's being amazed by God. It's looking at God in all of his wonder. Uh, it's like reading Psalm 119 and uh, Psalm 19 and reading about uh, the, the glorious creation of God. So it's it's standing in awe of God, meaning looking up, you see a rainbow. I'm in awe of God. I'm like, wow, I'm seeing God do something that no one can do. Or, uh, I was in another country last week and my wife and I were looking at a a bed of tulips, like a whole field full of tulips and just to be in awe of the beautiful colors and the beautiful delicacies of the flowers. So it's looking for God in all the places around us, looking up in space and looking at the uniqueness of what God has created—that's what it means to be amazed by God or in awe mm-hmm. of God. Having your mouth open like, "Ah, oh, wow!" You know, have you ever thought about God and you're like, "Wow!" That's what it means to be in awe when you say, "Wow." Yes,
7: yes, i I'm, I'm
3: that. No, well, there you go. I hope that's helpful.
7: Oh, thank you, Doctor Anderson. Uh,
3: Blessings to you, Chica Danaco. We're still going to stand Silver Spring with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hi, Silver Spring Anonymous. How are you today? You talking to me? I sure am.
4: (laughs) Hi, Doctor Anderson. Um, My question is: Well, first, welcome back to this country. We have missed you, and also, (laughs) I was wondering, what do you think that Jesus would say about? Uh, school kids even from kindergarten to third grade being taught about gender identity and such and I'll I'll take your answer off the phone thank you
3: okay you got it have a great great weekend so gender identity school kids got the question um I'm a little bit concerned about it because I do believe that uh this is a topic that kids have to address the question is, at what age should it be addressed and how should it be addressed? And should parents have input on how it should be addressed? So it's kind of like, let's just take gender identity out of it and let's just talk about sex. Uh, as a parent who had kids in the public school, at what age Uh, Should they talk about it? And then when the school uh, sends you a note to say, this is what we're going to be talking about. This is what the curriculum is. That made me feel good to be able to say, "Okay, now I can talk to my kids about this. Or so it was like a parent and a teacher alliance, which is helpful, right? What's not helpful is if the school system says we can teach your kids anything we want. We can talk about anything we want. And guess what? They don't have to talk to you about it. You don't have to know about it. It's wrong, uh, you know, for us to even let you know about it. That uh, takes the power out of the parents' hand, and I don't think that's good for, for the kids, uh, and I don't think it's good for, um, for the parents, of course, and for family unity. And then you have different religious views, right, uh, not only within Christianity but within other religions as well. Uh, so I'd like to see what the curriculum is, and I'd like to see at what age. I think the Florida law, uh, if, if I have it right, and I haven't done all the research on it, but it is a show we're going to be doing within the next couple of weeks, so we'll get up on it. But it seems like the kids are really, really young. And uh, I don't like that. Like, I mean, I think like as young as like five or something like that. Uh, kids don't know all of who they are, what they are, and, and all of that at that time period. And so I think if you're going to deal with this topic, you got to deal with it later, not earlier. Because if you're doing it earlier, then we're talking about indoctrination more than anything else, okay? Because, you know, the, the, the mind forming up until about seven years old is, you know, really uh, still in a process, and so are you trying to indoctrinate children to believe that everything's okay and, 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 uh, they don't know who they are. They don't have to know who they are. and don't steer them toward a particular gender and all that. If that's the case, that's a problem. That's indoctrination, but there's a difference between indoctrination and education. And so when they get to a certain age, uh, having an education about how to treat people who are different and, uh, maybe you're having questions or concerns about uh, your identity. Let's talk about that and let's make sure your parents are in on the conversation for that. I think I'm. I think I'm okay with. It. I just need to see what that curriculum is and 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 how the school is partnering with the parents. I hope that's helpful. That's my two cents on it. Let's go to Pamela. She's in Bowie, Maryland. Hi, Pamela. Dr. Anderson here. How you doing?
4: Hi, doc- hi, Dr. Anderson. Can you hear me?
3: I can hear you just fine. What are you thinking today?
4: Okay. Hey, welcome back, Dr. Anderson. Thank
3: you, my sister. Um,
4: you're welcome. Well, I like both of your your comments, and I just wanted to add my two cents worth to both of them I think you're absolutely right when it comes to the gender identity it seems like it's more of a uh, more of a um, indoctrination that they're trying to promote instead of education right. and that is absolutely that's absolutely wrong there's a lot of indoctrination that's you know going by these days and flying under the radar and mm-hmm. it's really it's really sad it really is um, you know I'm glad I don't have to raise little kids anymore I tell you. I'm glad my kids are grown. It's really tough out
3: here, you know. Right, right. It can be difficult. But there is a difference between indoctrination and education. I think if we uh use that language, I think it's gonna be a bit more helpful because right now everybody's scared about you know, don't say gay and at what age and, and it's getting it's getting kinda of hairy out there. But I think that we actually have it's to, to we gotta deal with it. We gotta you know, people are having identity issues, they're having identity crisis. They need help. But yeah. we've gotta know they in the body help. of Christ how to do it, right?
4: you gotta know how to do it dr anderson i want to say you were right about chris i think chris lacks motivation chris needs to come to reality with himself and let that and say hey i need to get my butt out here and be the man that my my wife want me to be and then she's and gonna turn around
3: and, and then she's gonna turn around and respect him hey pamela i gotta run the break is in four seconds i appreciate you my sister
0: The Gospel of Jesus Christ reveals the judgment and the wrath of God that is coming upon those who refuse to accept God's only remedy for guilt. And they hate that.
11: From
3: Leading the Way, Dr. Michael Youssef.
0: The Gospel of Jesus Christ announces that man, no matter how brilliant he or she may be, they cannot save themselves And, oh, the natural man says, I'm the captain of my ship and the master of my life. And they hate that. The gospel of Jesus Christ announces that it is only, only, only through the cross of Christ that anyone can be forgiven and receive eternal life. And the natural man refuses to accept that.
5: Ready to start your faith journey with Jesus? Tell Dr. Michael
1: Yusuf today. Visit ltw.org slash jesus. A fraction of a raindrop, three grains of salt. At up to 100 times more potent than morphine, the tiniest amount of illegal fentanyl is all it takes to cause an overdose. Fentanyl can be mixed into heroin, cocaine, press pills, meth, and other drugs. It could be in your drugs, and you wouldn't be able to see it, taste it, or smell it. Learn more at cdcgovernor stop overdose.
11: We have all experienced or heard how the tough economic times have caused many folks to face debts they simply cannot pay. We all have a spiritual debt called sin that we are unable to pay on our own. Thankfully, 2,000 years ago, God decided to take care of our sin debt. So he sent his son, Jesus Christ, down to the cross and placed all of our sin debt upon him. Now, any person who receives and accepts Jesus Christ as their personal Savior can be forgiven that spiritual debt for all their sin. Some people just keep trying to work things out and hope they will change until something forces them to make a decision. With sin, death is that point when the decision will be made for you. Don't wait until it is too late to learn more about how to accept this incredible gift and be in a relationship with Jesus. Just call 888 Need Him or go to chataboutjesus.com. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen, even offline or in airplane mode, with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace.
2: We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show.
3: It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's almost time to land this plane. The hour went by really quickly. Hey, let's make sure we continue to stand prayer for Ukraine and pray that God would end this war, uh, that his angels, his ministering angels would be there to comfort those who are losing loved ones, protect those who are fighting, and also to uh, arrest uh, Putin and uh any of his uh decision making influencers around him uh to stop this this war, I think we need to pray against that, and uh God uh uses his people's prayers so uh, let's continue to do that. Putin of course claims victory in Maripol today uh and Biden also announces another eight hundred million uh military and aid package for Ukraine. And so there's a lot there's a lot going on friends and we need to make sure that we stay in prayer as brothers and sisters in Christ make sure that you get your uh your uh, tithes your offerings your spiritual gifts your presents uh prepared for Sunday because you know every Sunday um you know we as believers come together and we do worship and so part of that is preparing for worship sometimes people don't think about it until they wake up on Sunday morning it's Friday all right and so just like Uh, The Lord, uh, you know, crucified on that Thursday night, that Friday, and rose again on Sunday. He was thinking about Sunday, right, on Friday. Well, guess what? You need to start thinking about Sunday on Friday. All right, so get yourself prepared. That's why that Sabbath day is important because it really helps transition your spirit from everything you went through this week to now the first day of the week where you're going to worship the Lord and and give your offering to God. And so that Saturday is a really great transition to prepare your heart and your mind, to cleanse your heart and your mind. So have a great Sabbath day. And remember, if you want to hang out with me from 3 o'clock to 3.30 every Saturday, we have a special edition program uh, just for you on this station, WAVA 105.1. FM And the last thing I'm going to leave you with before I pray, and that's just a reminder that Best Buy Waterproofing really does want to serve you. They want to give you a a free estimation on how to make sure uh, that you don't have water issues at your home or roofing issues at your home. So from waterproofing to roofing, they can do it for you. Why don't you call them today and get the free estimate Get on the schedule. Let somebody come out. At least you know that I am partnered with them and that they're going to treat you well. All right. Their phone number is 844-980-3707. Did you get it? 844-980-3707. Uh, you can always go to BestBuyWaterproofing.com. The last website I'll give you is gracismglobal.com because there you can download and listen to Gracism now in audiobook form. All right, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that we've been able to connect this week. Thank you for bringing me back safely. Thank you for the healing that's going on uh, in my body from COVID while I was away. And I just pray, God, that for your full and complete healing, That it would be manifested, Lord, not only in my life, but in the life of every listener under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen.
7: Help your children.